What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? It's that time. It's media clash time. It's been a minute. Um, I have not been in the greatest of health over the last couple of weeks, and uh, so it's been a, a, a tough go. And but we're back this week. I am Wayne, as always, joined by Paul, and we are going to talk about some movies, some TV. Some things like that, you know, the things that we we talk about here on the Media Clash podcast. Um, and and let's just start this out with what we've been playing, what we've been watching. I uh, I really haven't been playing anything um, much. Uh, I've played some Elden Ring. It has been annoying. You ever made it past the hallway? No, I just started a whole new character and oh. like bypassed that. I went back and... Because and, here's the thing with Elden Ring. It doesn't tell you how to level up either. No, you go to the... Um, you got to go to a specific... But you don't know that. Yeah. Like, that's not... Like, I was running around doing crap, trying to figure out how to level up didn't know how to level up until I looked it up online and so then I just started a samurai and went and ran and did that and now basically I'm stuck in one spot because as usual there's like oh all these small things you can kill and then this big thing that comes and wrecks you in like two shots so I'm basically farming like an area like right around that spot you seen the uh, the speed runs of Elden Ring I mean, I've people have beaten it. Heard about them, never watched them. Like, I think they're beating them under twenty minutes now. Yeah, because you can do this clip. You do a certain thing on a certain spot, and it just shoots you across the map. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. I, to me, that's not a speed run. To me, that's like you're cheating. Like, you're not playing the whole game as fast as you can. Well, it's under a different category. It's that any percentage speedruns. It's, it's like you're glitching the game. It shouldn't really count. Like, a speedrun to me is like you play through the entire game in the shortest amount of time. Not, oh, I get to bypass all of this other stuff and then beat the game. It's just like the dude that, like... I. I want to know how, like, the dude who just runs around with the pot on his head, like, soloing the boss, like, the final boss, like, what did he do? Like, I'm assuming it's a PC player who probably has done something to the game to, like, max himself out. Now, granted, if I was on PC and I could mod it and just, you know, change all the stats, I'd probably love this game. Right now, it's annoying as hell because, you know... I can't attack or do anything. Like, I get waylaid and it's like, oh, yay. Because it doesn't matter that I'm like level whatever. Like, everything's always going to be stronger than you. And that's just dumb. Granted, now, I do I do think the uh, the no map, no quest markers and stuff that's kind of a good way to start um i do think once you start a quest you should have some form of marker on the map 
but I do think it would be an awesome way to do a like division three and like wherever it's at, like that would be awesome. You just show up like especially if you just say like division one and division two, you're an agent already and you know what's going on. Like division three, you should just be somebody who comes across gear. And gets pulled in, who's not a division agent, doesn't know what's going on. So then there's nothing on the map when he finds the gear. Like, then it becomes literally finding things to open up stuff. Like, that to me would be kind of awesome and really, like, you could do, like, reasonably justify, like, the hundreds of hours that you spend in the division. Because you're literally having to like go through building by building and find all this stuff. Um, the other thing that I've played since the calamity um, is um, Grid Legends. The uh, uh, it was a decent enough story. Like it was, it, it it's got a full motion video story mode which is interesting in 2022 now that you know that games are still doing that now I think there's other full motion video games out there like on on uh on Steam and stuff and supposedly they're going to have like four expansions that is going to like expand the story of uh you know, you as a driver and all these other characters that get introduced, but who knows when, when, and if that all come out. But other than that, really, I haven't done, haven't been doing much. Like I said, I've just been sick and, uh, just no energy. Uh, last Thursday when we, we I was, we, <laughs> I came home and passed out last night, came home and passed out. Just, I have felt completely, dead physically since the calamity so uh it's it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a while before everything's up and back to normal but we'll 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 get to it um as far as what i'm watching uh watching moon knight um really the only thing that i've been you know paying attention to watching week after week um I mean, Superman and Lois has still been on these stupid hiatuses that the CW does, which is and then they wonder why they can't keep rate a steady ratings. Um, but Moon Knight's really good. Um, we can probably talk about that at length a little later. Uh, but other than that, not much else. Um, playing wise, I. St- we talked about having a special guest on the on the show, and one thing um, me and a special guest have in common is the Yakuza, Yakuza series and Lost Judgment series, both big fans of. So it got me one. I still haven't played five, four, five, and six of the Yakuza uh, series. So I started playing four. Um, been playing it off and on this past two weeks, and then um, that's about it playing wise. Uh, 
and uh, supposedly t- Treyarch is is going to do a big patch uh, update for Vanguard and Cold War, where they're going to add a super Easter egg to Cold War. If you've done all the Easter eggs on all the maps and everything like that, there's a super Easter egg and you get bonuses. And then I think they announced it today that supposedly King Kong and Godzilla is going to be in Warzone. As in... It's Operation Monarch. So it's the movie tie-in. That wouldn't... I mean, that sounds like it would be an interesting... I mean, because, I mean, literally, it's just going to be the background in the skybox. It's either going to be that or it's just going to be like... Like, you know how the gas comes in and, and you get caught in the gas, you mm-hmm. slowly die? Uh, the zone. Um, it might be that. It might be like, they might just be coming straight through the fucking map. And if you're in the way, you're dead. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, got, it's not going to be, like, I seriously doubt it's going to be you shooting at and, and, and like. No, there's no way you're going to be. It's going to be like a skybox, like. Fortnite thing. In the distance. Yeah. I mean, that's not, that doesn't sound too bad, though. I mean, that's. That's it's like interesting. It's basically it sounds like them stealing Fortnite because every time they change the map. Yeah, there's always something massive. Like Fortnite, every time anytime the thing changes, something massive happens. Yeah, the meteorite or Travis Scott or like some rapper. Well no no no, whatever them that those are just those those are those are the things that cause the creation of the metaverse. Like that that those uh. you can blame Fortnite for that. Because they want to all be able to do these virtual reality things where you don't really spend any money, but you make money. Yeah. Um, that that you can blame Fortnite for. Um, but Fortnite also, and Destiny 2 did, has done it, where like these big events happen at like server shutdown and reset. Where, you know, there was what, the meteorite or whatever, and yeah. then like everything just blipped out of existence for like a day and nobody, and again, but again, it, it, it works when no one knows what's going on. Because it, then it's new, like if you knew ahead of time that like, all right, this thing's going to come in and it's going to blip out and then we're going to shut down for a day to reload the servers with the new shit, it wouldn't be an event. Well, it's those old MMOs where, like, Warcraft, they had that giant dragon just come in and just decimate yes. a certain section of the map, and that, yeah. that created the, the, the DLC expansion. They've got a new uh, DLC about dragons and that again coming out. Mm. Um, into the Matrix, I think they just dumped thousands of agents into the into the servers to like kill everybody off when they, when they were closing the servers. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So when you died, you can't come back in. So they just threw a shit ton of those to, to wipe everybody out. Um, also evil dead comes out next month. So I'll be playing that. I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. And I completely forgot the movie comes out in September. Evil Dead Rise. Mm. And uh, the things I watched, the one thing the one thing I watched that you haven't is uh, every th- everyone, everywhere, all at once. And um, it's been getting rave reviews. I think it's got like a 90-something on Rotten Tomatoes. And um, well-deserved. 
I thought it was a brilliant film. I loved it. Doesn't really need to be two and a half hours, but um, everything is great. The writing's great. The acting's great. Uh, editing is phenomenal. Like the way they edit that film of just explaining a multiverse and doing cutting back and forth to different universes and parallel stuff. Um, stars Michelle Yeoh. Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Um, Jenny Slate is in it. Um, but the big standout is, um, fuck, I don't know his name, uh, Short Round from Temple of Doom. And he was also in The Goonies. And then he quit acting. So this is like his first acting gig since he was like a teenager. And... Um, I thought he did a phenomenal job playing. Uh, he was the husband of Michelle Yeoh. But it's one of those movies. It's you got to pay attention because they throw a lot at you. And it's within the first half an hour is when everything kicks off. But um, definitely, if you get a chance, go watch it. Um, and then probably this weekend, I'm going to go see massive talent and yeah i need to go see that too i'm gonna see that in um northman yeah dude i like i northman looks so good i'm just like i don't know that it needs i need to go to the theater like it'll probably be great going to watch it in the theater but i mean i just i don't know both of those i may just wait until i can get i might be able to rent them relatively soon on like Amazon or something. So the, um, I think every, me going to go see everything and everyone at the AMC, I think that was the first time I went and seen a movie in a theater since like nobody. <laughs> it's been a while. Fucking expensive. Well, yeah. Like 20 bucks just to go see a fucking movie. Like the Doctor Strange and Dobie was like twenty something bucks altogether after the taxes and all that stuff. I think this ticket was Justin got it for me because he got like some package deal from Costco. It's like two movie tickets and concession mm. deal. Um, but yeah, and then um, yeah, Doctor Strange is two weeks. Yeah, May six. So not this weekend, but the weekend after. I think that's the that Friday, that weekend. That's when the AEW New Japan show tickets go on sale. But um, and then we just talk about the two things we've seen: either Moon Knight or Better Call Saul. So yeah, um, the first the everyone else has now gotten to catch up with the. Uh, all the critics who got like the first four episodes of a six episode series of a six episode series. I'm like, I don't understand that. Like why, why would you give away? Like granted, nobody that I know of like did reviews for the first four. They did them weekly, even though they'd seen them, but still, why would you, I mean, I guess if you're that confident in your show, like, you give them the first four, maybe. I don't know. It just made no, like, but again, the way the fourth episode ended, 
Oh, Jesus. Like, That's, it was yeah. clearly that fourth episode is, is like, there's episode five and six are going to be completely different than, I guess, the first four. Or at least episode five is going to be completely different than the first four, other than the ending. But, I mean, so... Yeah, I can't f- believe they finally put in Miss Fisto. That's a joke. Because, <laughs> like, every fucking Disney Plus series is like, this is going to be Mephisto. Oh, no, no. That's going to be when you get, uh, what is it, a Halloween, that Halloween special with uh, Werewolf, by Midnight, Werewolf by Night? Oh, yeah. That's when you're going to get, like, that'll be your Mephisto. Like, again, because they're going to introduce Ghost Rider. So, Mephisto is at some point going to show up. Like, it's inevitable. We're still getting that fucking Guardians Christmas fucking special this year. Yeah. Which James Gunn says it's the best. Um, it's the best thing he's ever done. He said, <laughs> "Oh, I'm sorry. There's one thing I we didn't talk about that I've seen is um, I don't know if I talked about all our flags mean death. Yes, you the, have. You you talked about it before the series finale. No, no, not season finale. finale. But I, like you, you talked about watching it." Yeah, so apparently Our Flags Mean Death is the number one new show for streaming on any platform. Like it beat. And if you look at the numbers, like every week it fucking tripled, quadrupled in fucking in, um, viewership. And it's so good. It's a great fucking show. It sucks HBO still hasn't announced what they're going to do with it, if there's going to be a second season or not. So people need to watch it. Get those. Well, I mean, here's the, the problem with uh, with HBO and their announcements and all that. Um, that stupid merger is going to... Oh, Discovery. Yeah, it, it's throwing a, a, a wrench into their streaming platforms because uh, CNN Plus just launched like two weeks ago. And it's already been canceled. Like they've already shut. They're already shutting it down mm-hmm. because they're like, we can merge these and save money. Because again, it's two massive companies merging. Yeah, there's so they're gonna have to like cut stuff and merge stuff to. There's to some make the deal feasible. There's some pretty big news we could talk about in the news section about the merger, but um. But yeah, so I HBO Max like. They might, I mean, everything might just get merged into HBO Max and then you'll just have CNN and Discovery and all that yeah. underneath one app, but there's going to be something that's going to change. No, it might be one of the, it might be like the Hulu Disney Plus where you can just get... Um, well, no, here's the, the thing is with Hulu and Disney Plus, it's like Disney Plus is like a lot of the Disney-friendly... Like Disney friendly, even though now, like because they've added Moon Knight, Moon Knight, and Daredevil and Punisher and all yeah. that, you have to go in and ver- you had to go in and verify you were an adult. Yeah, I gotta whatever. put in a fucking code every time I yeah. I put on the app. So, and then also because what's hilarious is in other countries, like there is no differentiation between what's on like Hulu and what's on Disney Plus. So like everything's just on Disney Plus outside of America. Like there's no differentiation 
only here does the word Disney mean, oh, it's family friendly and we can't put anything else on it. So, the, uh, yeah, so, uh, so like CNN Plus, which literally had like 500 employees and they sunk like a shit ton of money into it, got shut down. Mm-hmm. So there's no telling what what streaming services between Warner Media and Discovery are gonna go away or I know I need to redo my HBO Max because uh, the card I had on file expired. <laughs> Granted, the only thing I watched on it was like Young Justice. That was it. Oh, HBO Max. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All Flags Mean Death was a, I guess, a online-only show. Like, it's not on yeah, it was a, cable. Yeah, it, it was a streaming service-only show. Yeah. But again, you still, like, oh, it's the most popular. Like, you can't, you can't guarantee those numbers. Just like no, this is, this is like... You guarantee Netflix's numbers or any... Anything like that. There's no way to actually be something able to else tell is gonna anything. C- something else is going to come out and beat it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I watched Bad bad Vegan. Oh. It's not as crazy as what I what the Netflix um, trailer made it out to be. Because they were like, if you thought fucking Tiger King was crazy, wait until you hear this. And then after you watch it, you realize the woman that's supposed to be the victim. It's like, all right, something was up with her. Like, she's not telling the whole fucking truth on this documentary. Of course, nobody ever does. Like, that's... And then after it came out, she went on public. Like, any talk show and radio show uh, gave an interview to any magazine just bashing the show because they made it look like... um, that she was going to go back to her ex-husband or she was still in contact or still in love with her ex-husband that fucked her over and did all this stuff and stole millions and millions of dollars. Because it's, it's about, like, all these Netflix documentaries are about the narrative that they tell. Like, nothing's... Unless it's, like, a crime drama one, like a crime one, that, like, literally the facts are all there. Yeah. Like... They're all everything else is just dramatized for to to get people to binge watch. Like that's all it is. And for her to fall for this fucking con man is and do all this because supposedly quote unquote she was in love. I mean, people do some stupid shit over hormones and you know. No, not this stupid shit. Like after the fourth or fifth time. And then your restaurant goes out of business. Luckily, you get it saved. And the restaurant's supposed to be your fucking baby. This is your fucking pride and joy that you sink all this work in. And you don't pay your employees. You fucking embezzling money out. And then try to push it off on your husband. Like, oh, this is your husband's doing. And then you go on the run. And... um once again, your business is fucking failing because the money's being embezzled out of the company. People are not getting paid again. All these loyal employees that came back once you reopened and got everything situated and everybody paid. And it's like, oh, I didn't know all this was happening because they were 
going to fucking Vegas. They went in Vegas for like two months because he's a fucking degenerate gambler. And he's been taking the profits from the restaurant and gambling it away. But she never once like checked on the fucking restaurant to make sure everything was okay and all this other stuff. No, it's like you watch it and you, something was up with her. And, uh, but back to Moon Knight, the, I don't know, I didn't know anything about Moon Knight. I know who he is and stuff like that. I just figured he, somebody described it as a Marvel version of Batman, but crazy. I mean, well, it's because the, the version of Stephen Grant from the comics is like rich. Yeah. And Moon Knight doesn't have powers in the comics oh he doesn't have like the suit powers no, like in the show he's he's literally just someone with yeah like he is a crazy version of batman that walks around in white with multiple personalities um yeah like they've made which i'm like i, I think is better like i like the i like the best part of this show to me is all the actual Egyptian stuff. Like, I could have done without, you know... I mean, we haven't really seen a lot of Moon Knight, and I'm fine with that. Like, him as Moon Knight. Yeah. Because, I mean, he is Moon Knight, but, I mean, we haven't seen a lot of it. And to me, like, the Egyptian mythology stuff and all that is way more interesting. I mean, because... Everything else is just believable, like Oscar Isaac playing, which is going to eventually be three separate people. Minus the accent. Well, no, because, I mean, that's why the accent's supposed to be horrible. It's not a real accent. Yeah, that's true. I never even thought about like, that. That's yeah. why it's not supposed to be a good accent, because it's not a real accent. He went to the um, Dick Van Dyke School of... English accents. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I, it's what I don't understand, like, how that's, like, the easiest thing that people, like, oh, his accent's horrible. I'm like, because it's not real. It's not supposed to be real. Like, he's literally all American doing, like... Oh, I can't wait to hear his fucking Chicago and New York and how, yeah, the, accent. Whatever accent he gives, the, uh, whatever accent that Jake gets, I'm like, that's going to be, that's going to be interesting. Hey, yo, I'm walking uh, over here. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it might not actually be. Someone, some people are thinking maybe he's going to be, like, an Arabic cabbie. Uh, Who okay. knows? Like, he's going to be, uh, I don't know, but, I mean, I, I, it, it could be, uh, you know, and he might not have one at all. I mean, it might just be. Uh, like Mark. Yeah, he might just have an American accent. Yeah. So it might be like a Chicago, a Chicago, like it might not be something that big of a stretch. Yeah. I thought, um, I thought his acting's very good in the show. Like he's doing a great job. Like all, everybody's acting's doing really good. Um, apparently Sang-Chi dude had a problem with Ethan Hunt's Ethan Hawke's um, Mandarin in that one episode. Okay. Yeah. So, but um, this last episode, the fourth episode, was 
really fucking turns it on with the uh, Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, it, Last it, Crusade style. It was, it was great, you know. And then the fact that you know it, it's just I I like I like the fact that Oscar Isaac plays Mark and Steven so differently. Like what was yeah. it, episode episode three when they're in the meeting. And like just the reflection of Steven is just like geeking out because he he knows exactly where he's at. Like oh, at the he's like we're in the middle of the Great Pyramid of Giza. And then you know when he's in episode four when they find the tomb and he's like, who is this? You know, there could be so many, so many different people, but it's somebody big. And, you know, and then they come to find out it's like fucking Alexander the Great, and he's just like. Again, what I I did like, you know, was it was either I think it might have been Screen Crush. It pointed out like this is like the biggest archaeological okay. yes. find ever. Like just remove the whole Yeah. To find an intact tomb of Alexander the Great. Yeah, like that's like the would be the biggest archaeological find also ever. A, also be a scientific find of Holy shit! There's fucking ancient mummies running around yeah, killing people. Like, I mean, but even if you get, you cut out all the supernatural stuff and you just found, yeah, with a hundred percent absolute certainty, the it tomb is, of Alexander the Great. It is shocking that to this day, supposedly, um, nobody has found that tomb. Well, of because, Alexander I mean, the Great. I don't think anyone, like, no one really knows where he. Because he died, like it. So for that tomb to be where he was, like he would have been transported back. Like he didn't die in Egypt. No, he died coming back from his conquering. Um, yeah, when he got turned th- around in India. Yeah, around India when yeah, he when. So his- I'm saying so, like he died out east. He would have had to have been transported back. So there's really no telling exactly where they. He wanted to be Entombed buried him. in um, in Egypt, and um, and he died relatively young. He was like in his thirties yeah. when he died. After he just conquered, like, well, he conquered almost the entire known world. Yeah, seventy-five or eighty percent of the known world he conquered. It was under his control, and the only reason why he didn't get the other fucking percentage is because his men. Was about to fucking murder him. Well, yeah, because they, like, they they would been just been going too long. They've like, been they've been fighting fucking battles and wars for fucking twenty years almost, and they just wanted to go back home. And so, um, but yeah, just the um, the splitting that first episode where it's just the blink goes to black and then comes back because it's like Steve blacks out and then Mark takes over for that split second to, to it fight may off not people. Even be Mark. Yeah, it could have been it Jake. It could be Jake. <laughs> and um especially the, the driving yeah. scene was really good, like brilliantly shot. And then once the reflection starts coming into the where them him at interacting with him, his personalities inside of himself um and then bringing in um uh what's the god's name Con- uh Conchu. Conchu. 
of just he's not crazy enough when he's Moon Knight. Because <laughs> from what I've seen in like people posting from the comics, supposedly he's like fucking batshit crazy. Well, I mean, at this point, he is fully accepting of his yeah like psychosis in the comics, like because there's two key panels that people always post. It was him interacting with the Punisher, asking, it's like Frank Castle asking him, do you still talk to your crazy um, imaginary God? And then Moon Knight goes, yeah. Is your is your fucking family still dead? <laughs> is his response. And then the fucking Dracula, why he's he broke into fucking Dracula's castle because he owes him money. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, the thing is, like, comic book, comic book Moon Knight is almost like on like a Deadpool level. So I think they've they've yes. had to, they've had to like they thankfully they've they've changed it in the in the show, which I think like every character doesn't need to be Deadpool. Oh um, yeah, especially if you're gonna bring if you're gonna bring them in. Yeah, but then uh, the fourth fourth episode towards the end once the when he gets shot and he goes to the the hospital and it's like you kind of think it's like oh was this all because everybody in that hospital all the patients yeah, all the patients the people that have been in the show the dude yelling bingo was the fucking statue guy mm-hmm. his boss was sitting in the chair yeah. holding the scarab plush um yeah i mean it's I don't think it's all been in his like no the whole show hasn't been in his head. That's, no, no, it's not because it obviously at the end yeah. it proves it. Um, well, I mean it doesn't. I mean, that could clearly still be in his head, like because that that was just weird. But I mean, <laughs> I think the fact that Layla is still like clearly he got shot in a tomb, so it's not all in his head. Yeah. Um. Because he finds himself in a fucking. In a sarcophagus. sarcophagus. Like, and then there's the third one that's shaken violently, like, because clearly whoever's in it wants to get out. I forget who. What's that one YouTube guy you. Um, who does reviews and shit like that and fucking deep dives in episodes and movies? Um, not screen Jeremy. Crush? It might be Screen Crush. It's a guy standing in front of a, like a whole wall of DVDs. Yeah, he work, He he's stuck. He works at a. He, Ryan's his whole gimmick is he's like stuck. He works at this video store. It's a he cat. has no idea where he is. He doesn't know. Who he's just always there. Is that like a cat talking to him? No, it's his dog. 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 Okay. So I watched his episode because it popped up on my uh, recommendations after episode two, I think it was. And he was the one who threw it out there. And it's like, yeah, they're going to introduce the third They've been dropping hints to yeah. s- these first two episodes of a third character, a third personality, when nobody else was really talking about it. Um, I mean, that's because he kind of bases his stuff. Like, he, he knows the comics. Yeah. He's like, all right, so clearly the character's there, but how are they going to introduce it since they just didn't overly, openly introduce it? Yeah, then season three, they really fucking showed it when he stabs. Yeah, and then, yeah, so episode the three, they really make reference guys. to it, but then they just kind of let it go. Yeah. And then now we get the freaking sarcophagus that's clearly got somebody in it that wants out. 
I mean, I don't think I like. Honestly, since we're like, it, the, now we exist in a world where Egyptian gods are real, whether they're a, like, when they're probably aliens, like Asgardians. Um, like I don't think he's. Like I don't even think it's like I think that's like some form of like purgatory, like the because the 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 goddess that shows up at the end is like some uh, life giving Egyptian goddess, the the hippo headed, the hippo queen. Yeah, like it freaks the like that was so great just seeing Oscar Isaac play that scene twice, two different ways. Yeah, <laughs> next to one another. Mark's fuck. Who was it? I don't know if it was Mark and Steven, the one on the on the right hand, no, on the left hand side, just fucking freaks out and runs. Like no, Steven like is the one in the dark sweat sh- sweater, so he yeah. just like backs up and all that, and then Mark's the, like on the the right. Mm-hmm. It's just so great. But I'm like, I think it's like the other gods know what's going on. And like, this is them trying to like, because one way or the other, he's got to, somebody's got to save his, his, save him. Like I mean, he was shot in a tomb and Khonshu is, he has no access to the power. So what I think is going to happen is the god avatar that helped them, to, like basically told them to go to this one location. Um, after the meeting. Oh, the woman? Yeah, the woman. I think she probably breaks the statue to release Conchu to, like, help out Steven and all them. I mean, it's something that's got to happen relatively quick because, I mean, he's shot twice in the chest. He's dying. See, at first when he gets shot, I thought they pulled off, like, the classic fucking... Like, when he opens up the sarcophagus of Alexander the Great, they had that fucking axe and the fucking breastplate. Mm -hmm. So, so he put I, th- I thought he put the breastplate underneath and he's going to get shot and fake like he's dead. Like fucking... Uh, now, I mean, granted, you could just sit there and say it's an old-ass gun because, I mean, why Like, why does he have this old revolver? It's not a new gun. Yeah. It's like this old... Did he find just a revolver in the tomb somewhere? I don't know. It was weird. That, like, everybody else has these, like, you heard machine guns and shit going off earlier. And then, like, he just pulls out this old, like, Smith & Wesson. I don't think he pulls it out. He, like, takes it from somebody. Like, somebody standing next to him. He no, fucking it's just, he reaches it was over and grabs. It's just, like, this old revolver that yeah. he shoots him with. It was just it just seemed odd to me. Like, that. that's what it was. And even though it's Disney, I mean, it, he gets shot and you see the blood. Like, there's no hole in the shirt. <laughs> like, just how they have to do things. To make it not be as because as soon as violent. he hit as soon as he hit the water, there wasn't a whole lot of blood. No, it doesn't start. So he's not bleeding a lot. No, so, which is why I'm like maybe it's an old gun and it you know it didn't go that far. I don't know. They're gonna have to come up with some way reason why he didn't die immediately. Which then to me is like okay, all this stuff in his head is like his brain processing like these alien gods like. Yeah, being like, all right, look, we can save you. You need to work your shit out real quick. Because I think as it's the, um, I think Mister Sunday Movies pointed out that the um, the hippo god was a plush toy in the yes. gift shop from episode two. Oh mm-hmm. no, episode one, I think it was 
when he was late. And, um, yeah, I'm very interested to see how this goes and how this plays off into the, the bigger world, the Marvel universe of their well, big Well, I mean, plan. And it's just, like, you got to really, we getting, we're getting this whole, like, weird supernatural section now, you know, Blade. Yeah. Uh, the Black Knight. Who that ties that sword ties into a whole nother because this ends the week of Doctor Strange comes out, yes. So maybe this plays into the movie somehow. I don't know. I just complete considering they fucking completely changed the sky. That that's what I want to like because clearly everyone saw that, yeah. <laughs> like, I want to know how that worked. I, I, is it just a big optical illusion that everyone get got to see, or you think Doctor Strange would be like son of a bit? It might have been just that one section of Egypt. That I mean, because I mean, yeah, it was literally. I like, don't think it's the whole world. I mean, I don't know. That would have been no, because it didn't go to cut. It, it all it stayed night the whole time. Yeah, it didn't cycle day to night. So maybe it was just. Like, you wouldn't really notice that during the day. No, and... Unless the sun moved. It's also one of those fucking... The classic Marvel excuse of why didn't y'all fucking intervene when Thanos came? Oh, well, we're gods. We don't get involved. We let man play out. It's like, it's literally the same excuse you did for the uh, Eternals. I mean, Eternals is just horribly written... Like I, that's. I still haven't watched it. I haven't either, and the fact that I'm like I've, I've watched all the other videos and stuff on them. Yeah. And they're like they're robots. I'm like up, oh, done, nope. Because then you introduce. Wait a minute, the robots. Yeah, you introduce Eros at the end, who is like an Eternal, but also was a brother of Thanos. So, but Thanos wasn't a robot, so they contradict themselves. Like within the same movie, mm. and I didn't like the. I didn't like the celestial designs. Oh, like yeah. the design that was in the the Guardians of the Galaxy in that flashback is what they're supposed to look like. Like I don't understand the the Jack Kirby movie looks less Jack Kirby than the Thor movie that is just taking stuff that Kirby designed. Like Eternals is like a complete Kirby thing. And then Thor, Ragnarok, and Love and Thunder, like, has, like, Scar is all Jack Kirby, you know, oh, tribute from top to bottom with, like, costume design and, you know, just the way everything looks. And yet the movie that was based off of Kirby's, like, own creation and designs, like, look nothing like Jack Kirby designed it. Hmm. So like I that's why that's the big reason I'm like just not a fan of you know I mean some parts of the whole like why didn't you do anything like uh, I, I mean there it's are, the classic conjunct con yeah when you add things after the fact you have to explain yeah it's when you do these one-off, like the solo movies like Thor and Captain America and blah, blah, blah. 
and especially Thor. It's like, so all this is happening. Why didn't the other Avengers come and help you? Like in Thor 2, uh, Dark World, and or um, the Captain America movies with uh, Cold War. Well, yeah, no, I mean, to, the, the only, technically the only time somebody else should have shown up was when those uh, things started firing at each other. Because Tony knew about those helicarriers. He gave the engines to them. Yeah. So as far as Tony would have probably, all right, they're launching them. Once they started firing at one another. And the only Avenger you got was Scarlet Witch. I mean, uh, sorry, Black Widow. I mean, because, again, she's nothing more than a a fancy S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Oh, even speaking of which, WandaVision, like, Doctor Strange should have fucking showed up to check that out. Like, I'm so, You know what, though? I think I, he was supposed to. The, the problem sure is, because of the pain, like, he was supposed to be in WandaVision. That was supposed to be him that showed up at the end. Like, he was supposed to show up at the end to deal with it. And then I think they just, they either rewrote it because of the lockdowns were going into effect at that point or some, there was some reason why like they changed it, the ending to where he wasn't involved, but he was supposed to be. Hmm. So I don't know if maybe because they knew if he was supposed to show up and if it was supposed to be him showing up for the, like she was going to fight him at the end instead of Agatha. Well, then why would you do it again in Multiverse of Madness? Yeah. So maybe that's why. But he was originally supposed to be in WandaVision. Each episode of Moon Knight, I keep fast forwarding like through all the credits. Just yeah, no, see. I'm hoping. I mean, at least something should be there on the last episode. At least the last episodes usually have something. It's usually like the fourth episode or fifth episode. It's like right like in the, the middle. Last, yeah, the they last, do that one like after credits. Was the, what was the last the last one? Um, before this? Yeah. Was um Was it Falcon? Falcon. Yeah, um, they had something at the end of the last two. I think. No, last one was Hawkeye. What was at the end of the Hawkeyes? Hawkeye was um, uh, the the chick, uh, fucking Julie Louis Dreyfus. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, she uh, she showed up. Um, I'm trying to think now. After credit for when, oh, w- Winter Soldier was um, fucking what's his face U.S. agent like gets well, yeah, gets a shit was, back. She showed up at the end of that. Hawkeye. Was it? It's not the kingpin. No, that's what it was. Hawkeye, they just showed that full musical number. Oh, right. They just showed yeah. the full musical number. That's what it was. 
That's what it was. Yeah, because Hawkeye had two. I mean, uh, Winter Soldier had two. It had her giving the U.S. agent like back his suit and stuff like that and joining the team. And then also you've seen uh, What's-Her-Face make the call to um, Sharon Ca- Peggy Carter's niece, um, Sharon. No, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was... U.S. agent. Um, but also, she makes the call. Was it? Yeah, it was too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Sharon is on the phone call after the end, and then it cuts then to... U.S. agent. U.S. agent. Yeah. Um, Hawkeye didn't really have one. It just did the... It showed the thing. Because uh, I think it's just going to be... Like, a lot of these Disney series are just one-offs. Yeah, unless they come up with something else to do. Yeah. Because I don't think... They they already announced they're not going to be another WandaVision. And, um... Maybe you can do another Winter Soldier. I mean, you could do another... You could do another season of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, easy. Yeah, and you can do another Hawkeye... If you really wanted to. If Jeremy really wants to. Oh yeah, I mean I could I think you could have either one. I think a lot of what the, the I think the setup for the setup coming out of those other shows is gonna be Young Avengers. Cause now literally there's only one character that hasn't been set up. And it's Hulkling. Oh, because you still got what Miss Marvel, She Hulk. Um. Well, Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel is gonna be. It, it's basically a setup for her to show up in Young Avengers. Granted, I hate the fact that they changed their powers. Runaway. No, Runaways was a TV show. Yeah. On Hulu. Like. Um. I want to feel like I'm forgetting another Marvel. I don't know why all the fucking Star Wars one stuff is the only thing popping in my head. Because <laughs> that's the next batch. Yeah, Obi-Wan's next. The next Disney show. Because you can do another Moon Knight series because, uh, I mean, season. Because I don't think you're going to do a whole movie dedicated to him. I think that's a character not known enough. Well, I mean, I just think it works better as a, a lot of these work better as series that you can expand on things. Yeah. And but because I mean, Blade's gonna be a movie, unfortunately, and I'm like, I'd rather see Blade in a series like this. Yeah. Especially since he's, if he's putting together like a Dark Avenger, like if he's putting together the Midnight Suns. Oh, you can talk about Morpheus. I haven't watched it. Oh, did you skip it? Oh, that's right. It was fucking... Yeah, I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, it was after the tornado. Yeah, I'm like, no, yeah, we didn't go watch it. <laughs> yeah. It was all like, look, the, I don't know what it is with Disney and Sony. Like, that could have been in the MCU. Like, the trailer was in the MCU. No, it's fucking Sony once again shooting itself in the foot. Well, no, because there's literally, like, the stuff in the trailer that connected it to the MCU isn't in the movie. 
Yeah, because they probably did that just to fucking make people yeah, generate make people buzz. Think it's like, well, I mean, it could have been, but, you know. They do the opposite of what Marvel does, where Marvel takes out shit from the trailers, yeah. but redoesn't, like, puts it back in the movie. Mm-hmm. And so, then, yeah, they just put, like, the whole alleyway scene with the murder poster, like, nope, that's not there. All, all the stuff with Adrian Toomes isn't there. Yeah, trying to explain how... Explain how he ended up, like, getting sent to another dimension. The only of, person to get sent to the Venomverse. Yeah, it makes no sense. Because it's like, all right, so if they're in, in here, how does Spider-Man and fucking Ned and Gwen Stacy... I mean, um, Mary Jane, how do all of them get brought in to this without even realizing just it? Said that, like, they're not going to be... Like they've they've there's an there's a Spider-Man in the Venom universe. They just didn't say who it is. So, Morpheus, Morpheus, uh, Morbius had the biggest drop off from from week one to week two. Oh yeah, it was because again everyone went to see it thinking, oh, and then nope. Yeah, they get that shitty after credit scene. <laughs> um. But yeah, it's uh, I knew from the start, like as soon as they announced that, that Dude, I'm like, well, I'm so it's like Jared Leto, brah. What the hell is like? He doesn't. He didn't want to do reshoots. Apparently, like apparently he didn't want to. Like they watched, like they did a test thing. It fucking bombed. He didn't want to do reshoots. The director guy, like two weeks before, he was doing interviews, basically giving away the fucking all the secrets and all the plans Sony has of. Doing a Sinister Six. And I mean, here's the thing. The Craven reshoots move. have saved that movie. Probably not. No. We're not talking MCU reshoots where they do like eight weeks of reshoots because they're adding stuff. He got super jacked for nothing for yeah, this fucking like, movie. And um, and then it it just. It's going to be like the last time they try to set up the Center of Six because they they got a fucking major hard on to get this fucking Center of Six movie made. And it's the fact of you get all these fucking villains, who are they going to fight? Yeah, because there's no Spider-Man. Yeah. So, and here's it, the thing. They're just ripping off. They're trying to rip off the fucking Joker. Here's the thing. It's not even that. It's It's okay. So, so far, even if you keep Morbius, you've got two characters for your Center of Six movie. You got Venom, you got Morbius. You got Craven. Craven's not been made yet, so um, you can't count it until it's made. No, it's well, it's it's being shot right now. Uh, so even okay, and then we've got Vulture because of the after credit scenes and Morbius. Yeah. So, but here's the thing. Do you bring in Electro? Do you but, bring in Jamie Foxx? So here's the thing. None of these characters are villains anymore. They're None trying of to, them. No, it, they're, it, they're 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 anti here. They're they're not villains. They're like, trying the to Sinister make them. Sticks is villains. Yeah. Like none of these characters are villains. It's a, it's the same thing of like, look at the fucking Venom movies. It's like that's not fucking Venom. That's not Eddie Brock. That's not what it's it is. It's a fun version of Eddie and Venom. Like I'm not gonna lie, the movies aren't that great. But I do like the dynamic of that Venom and that Eddie. 
Especially since they established pretty early on, like this version of Venom was a loser. It's it's the whole fact of those movies are only as good as popular is because of Tom Hardy is basically going a hundred percent. He's a hundred percent in on these movies. Yeah. He wants these movies to succeed. He's not just like Jared Leto, just fucking sleepwalking through scenes and get that fucking Marvel paycheck money and be done with it. Cause he, he ain't, ain't get a Marvel check. He, he ain't got coming. Sony, he got a Sony check. He ain't coming back for Sinister six. I hate to tell them. After this bombed and it's horribly reviewed and oh, people yeah, yeah. fucking hate it, he's not coming back. He's going to be like, I ain't doing shit unless Disney's in charge. Yeah. That would be what it is. Like, I'm amazed. Like, that would be what it is. Like, Jared Leto be like, who's producing this? If his name's not Feige, I ain't coming back. Like, I'll hang out with Tom Holland. Yeah, I'll do that. You know, I'll be... And again... It might not even be him. It might be fucking... Um, Garfield. No, no, no. Like I'm saying, like no, like a true MCU. Like oh, okay. Would be like now because now we're getting Tom Holland going into like college. Like somehow he's gonna get in uh, New York, NYU, NYU. Yeah. And uh, you know, so I could see Morbius showing up as like already having his powers or whatever, just like completely skip the origin. And being like a teacher or a professor or something at school, it's gonna which be, is where you would introduce Connor, like the lizard. Yeah, like so you could do like you still have a whole bunch of stuff you can do with Spider Man and his villains before you even think about a Sinister Six movie. Oh, did you see Spider Verse got pushed back a year? Did it? Yeah, they Damn. announced they announced it yesterday. Part one's gonna be twenty twenty three. God. And then part two, I think, is twenty twenty four. That sucks. It's the fucking comic book movie way. Every all comic books movie gets pushed back. Well, I mean, it's a difference than you know. It's animated, so I don't understand. I don't understand. Considering fucking Thor was supposed to come out last year. Well, I mean, all of these movies are like completely like they. That was supposed to be. That was supposed changed, to be. They changed Far From Home, like No Way Home and Doctor Strange. They changed the movies because of the release date orders getting changed. Because that was the first announcement. I think the first release date for Thor Love and Thunder was November. And then it got pushed back to Valentine's Day. And then it got pushed back again to yeah. May. Uh, no, July. No, it's in July. It's like, is my birthday on a Saturday? Because I want to say it's July 8th. Which was also kind of... So, it comes out July 8th, which is the day before my birthday, because it's a Friday. Which is also was very weird of like, this movie comes out in like two months, and there haven't been a single trailer. And then out of nowhere... I think I think they're doing it. I think that's they're, they're doing the best thing for it then now. Because that trailer didn't show shit. Because they, they don't want to overlap into Doctor Strange. Yeah. Because you want to really push Doctor Strange, and you don't want to be already pushing fucking Thor at the same time. I think you're gonna get you're gonna get one, maybe one more trailer for Thor, which is gonna be the trailer that shows the villain. I think it, I think you get one more, or uh, possibly a more extended cut of this first trailer after Doctor Strange, like they did for 
um, Spider-Man. Because, I mean, they didn't show the villain of Love and Thunder at all. No. You see Russell Crowe. Yeah, the back of Russell Crowe is Zeus. That's about it. And you only see... You see the the one dead god. This is a snow planet. It's a big... uh, Yeah, straight from the comic book. Yeah. Yeah, same shot. Which is literally... Has been killed by... Christian Bale's character. See, that's the thing, because I watched that Mr. Sunday movies. It's like, technically, he has a symbiont. How do you... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, So there's a lot of things that you can now start connecting. Like, that sword is made from the symbiont god. Yeah. It's made by the symbiont god. That supposedly, that's the next Spider-Man movie, is the symbiont god that they were talking about. I don't know, man. That's a lot to introduce in a Spider-Man movie. Mm. That's a that the the King it's, in Black is a well. You haven't even introduced Venom yet, and you can, you're going to try and introduce the King in Black? No, I don't think so. Well, that's how that's how you bring in fucking Venom. Black Knight's the Black Knight sword comes from the same thing. So at the end of Eternals, the after credit scene for Eternals is Kit Harrington's character like getting, yeah finds the the sword. He gets yeah. the sword, and when he goes to move towards it, like the black it starts moving towards his finger. And that's when Bleed, like, stops him. You know, the voiceover's like, uh, do you think you're ready? Because the sword that the Black Knight uses, the Ebony Blade, is a a, a part of the whatever the, wherever the symbionts come from. Yeah. And they're all hive mind, so they all know yeah. each other. Which, again, is why the after credit sequence with fucking Venom made sense, but no one else... <laughs> I don't get it. Why didn't he just? Why? Why did he know? He didn't. He's never met Spider Man. How did he know? Because he literally says they're a hive mind. Yeah, it's um. Sony's gonna fuck it up. Oh yeah, like I can't wait for like. Once again, this is gonna get canceled. I can't wait for Disney to be like, "Look, bro, <laughs> just give us Spider Man back. Give us back Spider Man." You're going to keep having diminishing return. Like, the only movies making you money are the ones that we produce. Like, because I don't think Venom 2 made what the first one did. Oh, no, it tanked, and people fucking hated it. It it wasn't as critically raved as, Which like, the first one. Which is that first one's horrible. Oh, the first one's fucking... first one is horrible. I'd much rather the second one. I haven't seen the second one because I hated the first one so much. No, I'd much, ra- I'd much rather the second Venom movie... Um, I I didn't mind Woody Harrelson's Cletus Cassidy. Like I think it worked somewhat. I think because it's a Sony movie and it it just Cletus is a serial killer, and but the movie wasn't allowed to be. Yeah, because you fall into that stupid PG-13. Yeah. Like Mobius. So, uh, you know, any references to him being a serial killer and other... Like, it was all just very brushed over lightly. It was very natural born killers style because, like, his girlfriend, Shriek, like, he just wanted to be reunited with her. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's what they were kind of like... That's why they went with Woody Harrelson. Anyway. And it's also the fact that Venom is, like, deathly afraid of carnage because it's... A red symbiont. It's like a whole different. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, I kind of like that's why. Like again, because we didn't get 
a Venom that origin belong like is tied to Spider-Man. Yeah. And therefore got all these extra power. Like Venom gets his abilities from the fact that he was bonded with Peter. Like that's where like the 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 whole otherwise he was just a symbiote. Cuz it's it's going to be the whole thing of like now you're going to have to reintroduce Spider-Man into the Venomverse. And then you yeah, have to So unless you do it as You have to make a way that Tom Hardy in Venom wants to kill fucking Spider-Man, which is not going to happen it's because It's not going to happen in that universe. Yeah, it's not going to happen in that universe. So what's the point of having Venom? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I would like I'm that's why I'm kind of okay with the the goofball Tom Hardy, the goofball Eddie Brock Venom. And then in the MCU, we're clearly going to get some version of Venom. Yeah. Um, let's hurry up and talk about Better Call Saul real quick. Um, two episodes, two and a half hours premiered. And um, it's been so long that I forgot some stuff. You know, I tell you what, the minute it was over, I looked at Teresa and I said, Kim's not dying. No, I think she gets arrested and goes to jail. I don't even think that. I think she gets away scot-free. I think the it, the show ends with him and her meeting up. At the Cinnabon? Like, at yeah, somewhere like in the present. Mm. Or he sees her, like maybe she's moved away and became like a lawyer or something like she's a- well that's supposedly why he went to that location why he, why he picked that location to relocate and start a new life is because it's kim's hometown or it's close to her where she grew up or something like that mm. so um, I'm saying, like i don't think i think she makes just the way she was acting in the last episode i'm like no dude she fucking that second episode like she's clearly all aboard like she knows what the hell's going on she's literally the walter white of this fucking yeah like she was just how she went from like season one and now she's like pulling off these fucking like just legit fucking walter white shit um especially against the kettlemans poor kettlemans but they kind of deserve it yeah um so I started listening to, they got a really good podcast called um, the Better Call Saul podcast where they bring in people that worked on the on the show, the writers, the actors, Vince Gilligan, uh, Peter Gould, all of them, the producers, and they talk about each episode. So I've been listening to it, and there's a lot of stuff they bring up, bring up about the first episode and the second episode that I've never even noticed. Oh, I didn't catch on to of like the um the shot that whole montage of them ripping up the house, Sal's house. Mm-hmm. The opening um so that's the first time you get a a flash forward, I guess, in color. I wouldn't even call that a flash forward. That's a flashback. You think? That's you a, think that's I mean, when like I mean, the it's IRS? A, it's a flash forward from oh the FBI or where the DA. where Better Call Saul is. Yeah, but that's that's what I meant. Like a flash. Like fo- it's a flash forward from where Better Call Saul is, but that's basically the end of Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Yeah. Um. No. Now the what was that? A little like a little water cactus or whatever. That, that was a plug. 
a water plug, like a fucking bathroom plug, I guess, or something like that. That was that was CGI. Everything else was practical effects. Yeah, no, but like, what was the point of? So they said there are things from Breaking Bad that's in that mansion. And there's also things from this season that you haven't even seen yet. That's what I'm thinking. I'm figuring it's either something that's in the season or it was... Kim has to give that to him. Yeah. Um, The ties effect of going from black to white to color, like fading in. Mm-hmm. That's all real ties that they started off with black and white ties. And they just put them on like a little conveyor belt falling down in front of the camera into this box. And then they slowly put the fucking merge the color ties into it to give it this effect of the Wizard of Oz going to yeah. color. Um, the toilet, they called it the Trump toilet. Because it's, it's the, like, I don't remember, like, that's the first time you saw how he was living, too. Yeah, because I don't think like, they ever... You sh- don't ever, like, you see his office, but you don't ever see his house. The most gaudy fucking house you ever fucking, like... Those fucking the paintings that his fucking bathroom is like the size of a goddamn master bedroom. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that was the first time you ever got to see how Saul was actually living. Yeah. Um. Lalo. I didn't realize that was the body double. I'm confused as to. So, the person they're saying is Lalo that burned up in the house. Is the guy... Is not the guy. No, it's it's the guy when he goes to that that, that couple and yeah. he's drinking the coffee and he tells the guy to go shave. It's like, oh, keep the mustache and the, the uh, soul patch. That's the body double. He personally... Because they they explained it on the po- on the podcast. Because I didn't really pick it up until I listened to the podcast. That when he's like, "Oh, thank you for getting him the dentist." That's how he made the. But I mean, so then the time like like they they presented it in a weird order then because he gets yeah. out. It's the next day. Like they show him walking during to that the next day. No, that's that morning after the firefight. And then so he, he goes and kills these two people, so, brings the body back, and burns th- it? Yes. So their house, they moved them to like his little compound. He's like a, a caretaker to help for the like the, the house and stuff like that and, and the, the ranch and all that stuff. And so he personally, because he they made it like, um, they wrote it as like a Saddam Hussein body double type thing. Like he found this person that looks like him. Yeah. And see, I just thought he was going to have somebody else around that way when he went to America to look for, you know, Gus, like, yeah, they would be like, Oh no, even so if it was like said, he's alive, like, no, he's still in Mexico. So, and then the cousins come in and you see how everybody fucking treated the cousins. That's what I'm saying. Like it was just, it seemed, it was out of order and it just seemed weird. Yeah, because I didn't pick it up until I listened to the podcast. I'm like, how did they get a fucking body double with the same dental records? Because like, I'm my guess was, oh, they just paid. He paid off the federally. Yeah. Or so yeah, okay, yeah, they just it makes it the, the the way they presented it was odd and just didn't make sense. But now now that makes sense. 
Yeah. Like if you if you go okay, it's like that morning. Because originally, the original plan, according to Vince Gilligan, was they were gonna have a body double just living up the high life. That they move them out of this poor fucking neighborhood onto the ranch. He's getting paid all this money. He's driving a fucking Ferrari and all this all this stuff. And then, all right, it's time to cash your chips in and fucking stab him with the the scissors. But no, they made him like super sweet, fucking yeah, extremely that makes, that nice. Makes look worse. Yeah, it makes yeah exactly that makes the character even fucking worse. Um, what else about this episode? Um. You still don't know what's Kim's scheme against fucking H.H. H. Holmes. Well, yeah, because uh, I mean, uh, like, H. H. that's Holmes. the, the, the those are the things that you have to explain away. Like, why, like, H.H.M. never shows up in Breaking Bad, so clearly they're gone. Yeah, so this is where you take down, um, Hamilton. Yeah. And, um, so the guy who does the, um, Oh God! The manager guy at the golf course, mm-hmm. who tells Bob, "Oh, we don't. Yeah, we have a waiting list for two years. We'll put you on a list, and we'll see what happens." That's fucking Doctor Venture. Yeah, I mean, I've seen he's been like, an, like he's been in a ton of stuff, but yeah. his best he's best known as the voice of Doctor Venture from Venture Brothers. And I fucking I could not place his voice. Like I was like. That sounds so familiar. It was driving me nuts until I listened to the podcast and they fucking announced it. But um, that scene was all off, I think, off of the top of Bob's head, like about the Jews. That's usually how the best, those those kind of scenes work best. Um, Originally, when he was about to get caught in the the locker room, the original idea was he was going to be on top of the lockers Mm -hmm. as Hamilton and them and Ed Begley Jr. was getting dressed and blah, blah, blah. And then they got to the location. It's like, oh, these lockers are only fucking that tall. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, maybe he can hide inside the locker. Nope, can't hide inside the lockers either. So somebody came up with the idea of like, I think it was the director came up with the idea of um, just have him stripped naked and look like he just got out of the shower. Yeah, nothing more off-putting than old man nudity. Oh, trust me. Going to the gym, like I went to, I was at a gym, um, that has like a locker room about that size and it's just I go in there to get dressed and it's just nothing but old men getting getting naked and just walking around like it's no big deal. But um Yeah, it's just those little seeds that they're planting for the bigger scheme yeah. to, to somehow get back at Hamilton. Like who what has he done? He hasn't done nothing wrong. Yeah, no, I mean, everything has literally been, like... He, like, he's the nicest guy. And it was mainly his brother, Sal's brother, that kind of fucking fucked him over and did all this other stuff. Hamilton just had to do it because that was his partner. Yeah. And he owned majority of the fucking firm. So he couldn't, like, go against him. And then you got uh, Hornacho. Yeah. Hiding out. Uh, and whoever was, you know, helping him was basically backstabbing him while he was doing it. Oh, that was uh, Gus's guy. The one he talks on the phone. Oh, was that the, the other guy? Yeah. Gus's right-hand man. 
that takes care of everything. That, I mean, that can't. That's not going to end well. I mean, I, isn't he in Breaking Bad? I don't think so. Unless Mike kills him. That's what I'm saying. I think Mike might kill him because Mike's basically Gus's right hand man. See, here's the thing. Everybody automatically think Lalo is dead, minus Uncle. Um. No, no, the uncle thought it too. Yeah, until until, until he gets the phone until call. he gets the phone call. So he Lalo. I don't think Gus thought it at all. No, as soon as Gus seen the like he doesn't. Gus didn't think about it, and then when Gus talked to the uncle and saw the uncle's reaction. Oh him, yeah, definitely then he knew. But I don't think Gus thought Lalo was dead. No, because you he wants a hundred percent proof that yeah. Lalo is dead, but you can't do that because of one, it's the federale that you can easily fucking pay him off and say this is yeah this is him. The body was burned. It was burned, so you can't visually identify it. Yeah, and so um, and Lala knows that some he, the the last mercenary person made a phone call. Um, so he knows somebody's up, um, out to get him, and he wants to make sure because I think the last person said, "Oh yeah, he's dead." Before he, before he, he he killed the fucking mercenary guy. Um. And it's the fact of if they're trying to find Nacho as the rat, the first place they would have went was to the fucking dad. Well, no, that's why um, when Mike goes and opens the safe. Yeah, he takes the he dad's. He takes the dad's idea. Idea. Out. So I'm assuming that was like I like. But Lalo and them knows the connection to the dad because they they were using. Oh, was it Gus? No, Gus was... No, no. Lalo doesn't... I don't think... That's why I'm saying. I think Lalo... Like, Nacho had like, new identities for him and his dad. Good. But Gus knew, which is why when Gus is like, bring me the dad, Mike's like, not happening. I thought Lalo and Uncle and them was gonna was going to use the dad against Nacho. Or they wanted to bring in... Cause to like smuggle money or something like that or drugs using the dad's um, upholstery shop. I don't know. It's been so long since because there was such that long hiatus. Yeah, between. But I mean, again, so that might still be where they end up going. But you know, they went and checked the. I mean, it's easy enough to just sit there and watch. Yeah. The dad to see if Nacho shows up. It's the fact of. Um, You got Federale, the cartel, and um, somebody else just looking for you in in this like shitty fucking hotel in Mexico, and the air condition don't work. Oh, I mean, it was it was great. Like I could just see Mike, I could see Mike off in the other guy, because clearly Mike didn't know what was in that envelope, because the envelope had the where he was at in it. Like I don't, Mike wouldn't have left that envelope there. No, I think Mike did it because it's like it's what Gus wants, and he's not gonna go against Gus. He's not gonna go against Gus because he'll be dead. His family will be dead, and all this all this stuff. So he had to do. He had to make the sacrifice of Nacho. But luckily for him, he survived and got out. <laughs> 
the great shootout of the because um, I haven't I just started the second episode podcast and um, the hail the truck at the end that was smuggling the illegals that was mm-hmm. going to smuggle Layla Lalo across that's the same type of truck or the same truck same setup that the cousins came to Breaking Bad when the cousin showed up oh dude I thought that was a great scene you just knew some shit was going down like when he's sitting there like wait like we're not waiting <laughs> like just give me five minutes and he f- that conversation took longer than five minutes yeah he goes through the alphabet yeah I'm like and, that, that conversation took longer than five minutes to spell proof and then when you know he's like alright I need my money back <laughs> I was like you should just give him his money yeah, it was also kind of odd these smugglers didn't know who. Well, not even, I could see maybe that, but like they probably might not have known, but somebody in that truck. The higher ups? Well, no, no, no. Somebody, oh, that, somebody in the truck. Like one of the little local people like probably would have recognized him. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it, that's a little, that's a small thing. But again, the fact that, you know, like you just hear gunshots and then it goes like... Well, uh, make sure everyone gets their money back. You're going to find a new route north. <laughs> and then just dead. leaves them. <laughs> just leaves them. Just leaves them, takes the truck. So they like, fuck, you're going to make them walk I'll all the way. drive the other truck, just back south or wherever. Yeah. Um. Like, even the way that truck, like, the fucking door the back, like, the back hidden panel mm-hmm. comes off and the way it looks. Um, but yeah, that first episode was, that's where the first episode was supposed to end is him driving off. And then after that is the beginning of the second episode where you get reintroduced. Like when the Kettlemen show up, I was looking, I was like, man, they look familiar and I had to pause it and look it up. It's like, Oh, right. That's the fucking embezzling. Yeah. From like season, like the first couple episodes of season one. Yeah. Um, not doing too good, falling on hard times. No, but I love the fact that you know. That's where you get the st- the Kim, Kim's whole like this is all on Kim. Like Kim told straight up, he goes, "You know what you're gonna do? You're not gonna like it." Like Kim sucks, sucks. You know, sent Saul after them. It's the, f- it's also the fact of they talked about it. I think it was from the first episode of like. Saul, Bob Odenkirk as Saul is not 100% Saul. Not yet, no. He has his doubts. When he's talking to the prosecutor and about like, where's your guy? Your guy mm-hmm. jumped bail and all that stuff. And and he goes and sits in the fucking... Yeah, he's still not 100%. Yeah, he's still... Because just like he... I mean, it's, it's the, the thing same thing the, that at the end when like... She sits there and you oh, know, yeah. rips them and makes them like their bitch. And then like he comes out after she's out and she's like, you gave him the money, didn't you? Like he's still got that little bit of, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy in him. Yeah. The, it's the fact of he has doubt and being in the desert and having that shootout and almost dying like changed him to where he doesn't know if he can do this Mm -hmm. 
he he doesn't know if he can go this route. So something has to happen to make him fully commit to Saul and be that fucking character. Um, maybe it's Kim turning on. Maybe that's how. Like maybe Kim just turns on him, or and he, leaves, or he fucking they do something, or Kim does something, and he doesn't have her back and fucking turns her in. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I, it's. Like she goes, she breaks too bad. Like, uh, she goes down that path that he can't follow. Like, I can't do this. No, then I mean, I, I just that I don't think that would be like it's got to be something. I think the opposite way. Like it's got to be something the way he has to make a decision. To yeah. And then you figure out, oh, that's where he gets the giant Statue of Liberty inflatable yeah. thing. It's, I mean, it's, it's, you know, all these, these little eggs and Easter eggs and, and stuff like that. I mean, it's awesome. Like, I, clearly, Vince Gilligan is still writing, ooh, excuse me, some of the best shit. Yeah. Like, on television. And it's also watching this, this it reminds me of um, watching this premiere. It was going to be, like, it was a big ratings get, even though it was going up against the fucking NBA playoffs. And stuff like that. Um, it still did really good in the ratings. In that. Every other commercial. Was a new AMC. Fucking TV show coming out. Mm-hmm. So they did like little. Quick teasers for like. Um, Interview with a vampire. I think they did like two. Two different teasers for that. And then like other shows. And then it just like reminded me of like man, all those other AMC shows that they try to fucking do after Breaking Bad, that was going to be like the next, their next Breaking Bad into the Badlands. Um, I mean, the Badlands lasted for a few seasons. It was never going to be. No, nothing comes close to like. Like that was a, I mean, that was like fiction, like, like. But it never got the ratings. Fantasy fiction, like that's not. The fucking George Walterson spy fucking show. Turn. Like, that lasted for a few seasons, too. The problem is, like, Breaking Bad didn't start out huge. Oh, no. It didn't get huge until, like, the fifth season, yeah, I it think. It didn't get huge until it was almost over. Yeah. Word of mouth. Yeah, like, that last break. Like, the, the that last season had, like, a massive break. And yeah. word of mouth made those last episodes massive ratings draws. No, I think it was before. I think... It was like season five, like once it got uploaded to Netflix and stuff like that, and people can binge it and watch it from the beginning all the way through. Because I remember it was like a huge deal when that season. Yeah, but I mean, if you go look at the actual breakdown of the seasons, like the la- like the last. Oh yeah, they thought they wouldn't get the canceled. Actual, the actual ratings, you know, weren't like until like what season five, season six, season five. Yeah, season five when it was like that's when the ratings got huge, and it was the second half of season five. They, um, Vince, and them said this last season of Saul. There's going to be so many characters popping back up. Yeah, because now you're running up against Breaking Bad. Yeah, now you're getting close. I mean, they already announced that you literally revolve your main bad guy for this whole show was one throwaway line in Breaking Bad. Yeah. So, you, I mean, yeah, because they said uh, Cranston and, and what's his face, like White and Walter and, and Jesse are going to show up this season. Yeah, because you got to. Um, 
there's going to be smaller characters, minor, minor characters from Breaking Bad that you, you're not even going to, you're going to have to go back and look up is going to make, is going to pop up. People that's mentioned from Breaking Bad is going to show up in this. Like how Lalo was very briefly mentioned in one sentence. Mm -hmm. The first words out of Sal's mouth was Lalo. Did Lalo um, Salamanca Salamanca sent you? That was his first line. When Jesse and Walter kidnapped him and put the bag over his head. And he thought he was going to he thought he was getting murdered. I mean, clearly then Lalo's not dead. Yeah. It's, and it's also like the Gus thing. It's like, all right, nothing's going to happen to Gus because in Breaking Bad, he still, he owns even more um, no, that's what I said. So chicken I mean, places. I think at that point, it's not about, it's about why does Lalo then disappear? He probably goes to jail. And then, yeah, because then Gus then has free reign. Because which means him talking to the prosecutor, it's probably setting up as like he doesn't show up for the killing of the Western Union person. Yeah, so he basically probably goes to prison not for like he go like for jumping bail. <laughs> Either jumping bail or he's found guilty and shit like that and um they move him to another prison somewhere else. Like far away. Yeah, it's got to be some kind of weird court thing, which is why he was afraid. Lalo shows up at the Cinnabon. At the very end. (laughs) Uh, Him and Kim hook up. (laughs) I mean, it could go any any number of ways. Yeah, who fucking knows? And it's going to be... You know, what sucks is... The only good thing is there's not a, a huge break in between. No, it's like... Couple months, I think. Yeah, because it's it, the second half starts in July. Because apparently, this season is for this coming up Emmys, and then next season it technically qualifies for next year's Emmys. <laughs> like the way it, the the second season, the, the split? second, yeah, the second so- part. Oh, okay. It'll be like the beginning of the next. Okay. Yeah. Like this will this runs through the end of the Emmy, the next set of Emmys, but yeah. the second half runs through the beginning half of the next Emmy. It would technically qualify for next year's Emmys. Oh, which means they're just gonna have like some like. M- so Bob doesn't win this year. He wins next year. He wins next year, but that just means like the storytelling for through the first half, you're gonna have a crescendo. Yeah. And then the second half, you're going to have a, another crescendo at the end. So you're going to have probably like a massive cliffhanger or something at the end of the first half. I think that's probably when officially Lalo probably shows up to sell. Or I mean, he wouldn't be it, coming after. Like Lalo wouldn't be coming after Saul for anything. Unless he finds out that he's he was working with Mike and Mike's working with, um, well, I mean, that's about the Gus. only, like, like the, it would be to find out he's working. But again, it's like, as of this point, like all Lalo knows is like Saul's his fucking lawyer. Uh, yeah, it's such a good, like, 
I don't think they're going to do two seasons. I mean, two episodes per no, every week. No, it's going to be one episode afterwards now. And apparently this season was this season was shot right at the beginning of the outbreak. Like, this is the first time... They said this season was the first season they actually fully wrote everything complete before they started shooting. Like, every episode was fully written. Mm-hmm. And I think they said every hour, every episode is going to be over an hour. Yeah, because this was two and a half hours, so each was what? Like an hour 15. Hour 12. Hour 12, yeah. So, uh, like, yeah, I think they said every episode is going to be over an hour. So it's like a full hour long. Oh, quick question. Who's doing Renfield? What streaming site's doing that? Renfield? Is that... Peacock? I mean, uh, not Peacock, Apple TV? Because I thought they were AMC also. No, that's just a movie. Oh, Renfield's a movie? Yep. Oh, I thought it was a streaming show. Nope. That is a full-blown universal... I mean, so if it was going to be on anything, it would be Peacock. Okay. But it is... Yeah, it's a movie. So the second floor... Stupid, stupid day job. I could have been Nicolas Cage's stand-in for the whole thing. So whatever they're filming or they're using as the Sydney's building. Um, I mean, that's just the office. So that I had to go Sydney's on the third floor. So I was going up. I was in the elevator going up to his office and somebody stopped at the second floor. And when the doors open, just racks and racks of fucking wardrobe. Like, I mean, it's either Renfield or it was interview with a vampire over there. I think it's interview because of the signs. It's like. I, the way the signs, mm-hmm. um, I want to say it's interview, but I think um, they were both, they were both shooting at some point in Shelmet. It's gotta be the lot like that town they built. Yeah. Like it was, so yeah, like I know I got, I could have, I could have been in a run into play Nicholas Cage's stand in for the whole run of the movie. Because Nicolas Cage is playing Dracula. No, he's playing Renfield, isn't he? No, he's not. He is Dracula. Oh. I thought he was Renfield. No. He is Dracula. I think Aquafina is Renfield. Who? Aquafina is Renfield. The fucking chick comedian is Renfield? Oh, God. I'm done. Like, this isn't a... It's not a serious movie. It's a comedy. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, no, 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 my, my bad. No, she is Rebecca Quincy. Nicholas Holt is Renfield. Oh, fucking. Oh, that guy is playing Renfield. The Beast from the, you know, X-Men movies. He's Mad Max. Or he was in the Mad Max. No, he was one of the War Boys. Yeah, the War Boys from Mad Max. So is this set in like modern times? It is. Yes, it is. Yeah. 
could have been rocking. Look at look at look at. Have you, you see the pictures of what Nicolas Cage looked like yeah. as, as Dracula? Yeah, that velvet suit. That could have been me, bro. That could have been me. Oh, Chris McKay's directing this. It's a it's a like it's a comedy. I thought this was like a a serious fucking show. No, it's a, it's a comedy. You're gonna get you're gonna get all of Nicolas Cage in this. All of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> oh, this ain't until fucking next year. Jesus Christ. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure it's still filming. No, it's in. It says post production on IMDb. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure I still get some notifications, so they might be doing pickups and shit. Yeah. Um, quickly, news. We'll talk a little bit more about the merger. Is supposedly with the merger coming. There's going to be a whole fucking overhaul on the DC universe. Dude, there's a there's been rumors that they may just sell off DC Comics. Really? Yeah. Cuz the only rumor I heard is they want to get a Kevin Feige type person, not Zack Snyder. <laughs> And basically, they want to re- every- yeah, no matter redo what, everything. Because I think the, the whoever's in charge now is like, why like Superman shouldn't be relegated to TV again, shows? I said it. Well, no, I mean, because I, again, if you watch that show and then compare it to, like, I love Henry Cavill, Could he be. played a great Superman. It was just written horribly. But the CW Superman is Superman. Yeah. Like, the Snyderverse Superman is not Superman. Oh, no. No. Henry Cavill is the perfect casting of of Superman. Yes. It's just shitty fucking writing. Yeah, it was written horribly. But, um... Tyler Hecklin plays an absolutely amazing Superman. Like, like the the, the episode, a couple episodes ago, uh, so one of his kids... I mean, it's 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 a CW show, so you have like horrible writing, <clears throat> but it's better than most of them. And like, there's not again, people don't really know what to do with Superman and how to write anything for him because they think he's so boring. But uh, his kid gets caught with like these drugs, not drugs, and he he's protecting his girlfriend who was selling because she's poor, like. We acknowledge the fact that Smallville is a shithole farm town where nobody makes any money or anything anymore. We set that up in the first season. So his non-superpowered kid takes the blame for having these drugs. And the fact that when Kal-El finds out and that kid, he, he's like, I can't tell you. And he just the, could you imagine doing some stupid shit and Superman being your dad? Like walking in your room and being like, tell me, you go, I can't tell you. And him just looking at you in a very raised voice being, I am, like, I felt something when he sat there. Because I'm like, he plays, like, it is believable that disappointing this man is like hurts your soul. Cause mm-hmm. like he's clearly 
what Superman should be. He plays the character as like this aspirational figure. Especially since with his own family, he's like, I'm a normal ass person. And I do all of this stuff for everyone. And you're going to sit here and you're going to like not tell me where the drugs came from. You're not going to, you're going to protect somebody when you're throwing your entire life away. You're damn right. I'm dis, I'm disappointed in you. And he slam, he walks out and he slams the door and the kid just fucking loses it. Cause he's like, holy shit. The most powerful fucking person on the planet. Oh, so he knows his dad, Superman. Yes. Like, okay. yeah. Like, so, you know, but again, it's part of the whole, like, but it also plays into the fact that, you know, like both of his kids now have to deal with, we have to live up to this. Yeah. <laughs> and one of them doesn't have powers. So also DC news. Um, don't expect Miller. Dude, I don't know what the hell's going on with the flash and Ezra. Miller. Like he is just imploding. So, he, about a month ago, he got arrested for assault in drunkenly conduct in Hawaii. And supposedly, the higher-ups of DC, Warner Brothers, ha- was going to have a meeting about him, what to do with him. And then they just, he got arrested again. <laughs> and then he gets arrested again for assault, drunkenly assault, in Hawaii again. So... He has a very big movie coming out, a lot of buzz around it because of the whole Flashpoint storyline. Yeah, I mean, like, it's freaking Michael Keaton's in it, Affleck's in it. Yeah. He's in it twice. Supposedly, like, um, there's, like, other characters going to be introduced in, in this. And you're just going to fuck it up because... Dude, Warner Brothers just needs to go, you know what? We're done. If you think you can find a studio that treats a, a should be a multi-billion dollar franchise worse than what Sony treats. Oh, dude, like I the would way put, they handled like, fucking Spider-Man. I would I would put DC up against Sony any day, like for the worst use of IP. Oh yeah, easily. Fucking without a doubt, especially like because again they they Warner Brothers just throw shit in things. They're like, oh, this will people will like this. We'll throw that in there. Yeah, because that's all. That's all. Snyder wants to say what the hell he is. We've we've said plenty of times what Snyder's issues are, but like he was just throwing shit in he to went, those movies. He wanted to make it his characters. This is my fucking yeah. creation. It's like um like I didn't talk about. It. I watched the Halo, the first episode of the Halo series that nobody fucking talks about. Um, I know Angry Joe keeps getting like copyright striked. Like, oh, really? They keep yanking his shit. Because I bet you. See, this is why. This is how I know Microsoft didn't give two shits about this show. The day it premiered, they didn't like. You go on Xbox there dashboard. Was no mention of it. No mention. Nothing. Apparently, this Microsoft has nothing to do with this show. This is a Paramount show. Um, the show writer, uh, the show runner went to 343 Industries and basically like, what's these characters about? What's the universe about? Don't tell us anything about a story because we're going to make up our own story. And that's what they did. See, this is what's crazy. Like, Sony has fucked up their Marvel shit, right? 
Yeah. But they just bought Bungie. And literally, I guarantee you, the only reason Bungie was cool with it was like, yeah, we'll do it. A, the amount of money they got thrown at them. Yeah. B, Sony Pictures. So now you can make whatever you want, Destiny. Because I think that... Fuck, were there rumors of a... I think there were rumors of a Destiny movie. Yeah, well, now they can definitely get it, like, either a TV show or yeah. movie or... They now they have the internal like they it's basically all just done internally, like they don't have to go through a separate entity. You know, I could give two shits about Uncharted, but from what I hear, it's a okay movie. They um, I think what killed it for me is like one with Halo is one they started combining characters, so there's like multiple characters in one. Like Commander Keys is. Well, yeah, I mean that's what it's like because they don't characters. they they don't care. they they wanted to tell a story and they just added this IP on top of it. Yeah, they're adding characters that's not in, in the games, and then fucking within the first half an hour, forty minutes into the show, fucking Master Chief takes his helmet off, and you see his face. I mean that comes down to all the like the early, you know, superhero like the MCU did the exact same thing. It's. It's the same. It's the reason why Peter Jackson never made a Halo movie back like 15 years ago, is because the studio wanted Will Smith or Denzel or somebody. Yeah, so, and you had to show him. Yeah, you had to show his face. We paying all that money. We're not just gonna get his voice. But fucking Mandalorian shows you can keep a helmet on most of the fucking series. Judge Dredd showed it. Judge Dredd too. Yeah, Kyle Oberon. So, from what I've seen in like later episodes. Um, there's one scene you get get to see Master Chief's butt. He's like completely naked, standing in front of a mirror, like in a master like, ass. Yeah, and then there's another scene that everybody joked about is he takes his helmet off, and he's talking to the group of people, and they're about to jump into Warthog and go to some location. So he puts the helmet on. It's like, all right, the fucking helmet's on. Shit's about to happen. Cut to him driving. Stops. Takes the fucking helmet off. <laughs> I mean, it's... He literally had it on for, like, less than 30 seconds. <laughs> and again, that's literally, like, somebody... We're writing a story, and then we're just going to stick Halo on top of it. Yeah. Like, even the fucking special effects look horrible with the Covenant. I can only imagine when he introduced the Flood, how awful the Flood's going to look. I mean, it's... When when an actual owner of the IP doesn't give a shit, then I can see this not getting a, a season two. Oh, it's two. not gonna. It's not gonna. And it, then like, which is why I find it hilarious. The I guarantee you, the first Destiny thing is gonna look amazing. The Destiny live action commercials for the game, the games looked amazing. Dude, the live action commercials for fucking Halo. For Halo Three, and I think Halo. Oh yeah, yeah those are usually, that. but those are usually like those would have been made by. Those would have been directly commissioned by three four three. Yeah, Microsoft. Yeah, those. That's why those were, and they would have. You would have found someone who probably knew about the IP to make those. You yeah. wouldn't have just gone to some random person to make that. Like that's a that's a that's a bid kind of pitch thing. Like pitch me a Halo commercial. And it's the worst fucking trope you can do. They stuck Master Chief with a fucking bratty fucking teenage kid. Of course. Because 
Hollywood writers all write the same shit. It's like he gets stuck with this fucking kid that he goes against the fucking um, the government to protect this kid because he touches <clears throat> one of the... Al- Don't you know it, it, it worked for the Mandalorian? That's I guarantee you that was at some point in that writer's room or the pitch for this show when that came up. Mm. It works for the Mandalorian. He's got his little kid sidekick. I mean, I do say the guy without the helmet, he looks like he can be a Spartan. Like, what they would look like. Because he's the last of... Master Chief is John, is the last of that type of Spartans. Like, all the other Spartans are like... They have the armor and stuff like that, but they're not like fucking John. Yeah, he was like genetically modified, wasn't he? Yeah. And... But, like, he's genetically modified to, like... Yeah, he's, like... 100%. Like, yeah. he's fucking fully... While these other Spartans are not... Like, the normal... Yeah, they're normal. It's been a while since I played the fucking Halo games. And yeah, from what I understand, like, if... I mean... Then you get into the books, and then you get into yeah. fucking... Master Chief is, like, the last of the genetically, like... The big ones. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's supposed to be, like, seven foot something. He's supposed to be massive. I think it was, like, six something or seven something... Yeah, basically. And because um, I think the fall of Reach, if I remember correctly, is where a lot of Spartans died. Yeah. Like, he's supposed to be the last genetically modified Spartan. Yeah, once you get to Halo, Halo 2, Halo 3, he's the last. Yeah. But when Reach is the prequel, and um, I can't remember the fucking other game. Yeah, the show, The Fall, the fall of Reach. You had the other Spartans and how they all slowly died or got killed off throughout the game. Um, and also Halo Wars. I think they talk about that too. Mm-hmm. That that's, that was also prequels. Yeah, because isn't that why he's able to, like, he survives in Infinite? Yeah. He can fall from fucking space and survive. Well, yeah, he's like, yeah. Because the, like- the armor lock protects him. And they actually show fucking, like... Um, 20 minutes I want to say into the first episode is when the Covenant shows up and then the Spartans like the fucking um, the workers are getting annihilated are just getting decimated by the fucking um, Covenant nobody trusts the fucking Spartan the government people because of the, the government and then the Spartans are supposedly these boogeymen that the government sends down and murders everybody that goes up against the uh, the U.S. C- CM or whatever it was. And so when they show up, there's one shot of Master Chief, like his perspective, like looking through the fucking visor, like in the video game. And you see like him getting shot and you see the fucking shield meter slowly go down and have that the sound of the meter going down and, and there's the little thing of like how many bullets you have left in your gun and the grenade, like they don't have a grenade one, I don't think, but it's a really bad sh- looking shot. It's because everybody wants to, you know, it's, it's the that doom big thing. money shot. It's the doom thing. Like we got to go in the first person. Yeah. We have to give something to the fans because it's one of those, that first episode aired and then nobody talked about this show since. Yeah. Cause I mean, everybody saw that it was garbage. We yeah. saw it was hot, hot garbage. Yeah, so 
I'm I mean, sure. it's just like uh, Picard yeah. is turned into hot shit, like garbage. Everyone hates. They're like, oh, the third season is the last season. Yeah, because nobody's watching and everybody hates this season. So, but I, I guess that'll be it for Media Clash this week, uh, unless you got anything else. I don't think there's any other news. Barry comes back Sunday. So that's um that's gonna be very exciting. I haven't watched any of the it. The last season of Barry Barry's so good. You should fucking check it out. Oh. Uh Johnny Depp. Somehow Kevin Nash is tied into this Johnny Depp divorce fucking case. No, this isn't divorce, this is defamation. Oh the defamation Dude, that's been like a... That's gonna turn into a fucking Netflix show. It is, but I mean like I just I like I kinda I kinda like the fact that it looks like fucking Johnny's gonna be vindicated yeah at she, the end of all this and like she just went and shitting in his bed yeah like she's like it's just, just coming out that she's a horrible fucking person <laughs> um yeah cause Kevin Ash magically was trending on Twitter yesterday because she went to the rap party of Magic Mike and was out all night and he was worried and supposedly that's where she got all these text messages from him Asking where where she's at and being all mean about it and threatening. And meanwhile, there's pictures of her hugging Kevin Nash at the party. So people are like, oh, did you have a thing with Amanda Heard when she was married to... <laughs> so he had to like come out and deny it and like, like no, we were just friends and stuff like that. Yeah, that's going to be a... I, that's gonna have ramifications like way beyond just this. I, I guess it comes down to like Aquaman too. Like, yeah, like she is she she's gonna have to be. But I think it's gonna be by the time this is done, Aquaman two is gonna be done filming because I think it, they already started filming like a while back. I'm telling you, like, they might just go. You know what? Especially now that the, the, the if the merger and all that's done, a done deal, they might be like. You got paid for Aquaman, Jason, Momoa. We're restarting everything. You know, I'm fine. You want to bring Momoa back as Aquaman? That's fine. Change him up a little bit. He doesn't need to be as dude bro-ish. Like, Arthur Curry is not a dude bro. Like, give him a little bit of, you know, regal, regalness. Oh, fucking, this came out today that... um Who's that comedian from Park and Rex? Uh, fuck, what's his name? Starts with an A. A Z I Z. Aziz Ansari. Yeah, so he's making a movie called Being Mortal. Um, had to shut down production because of allegations against Bill Murray. Yeah, no, I saw that. The, like, they just straight up was like, "Nope, we'll start. Like, production is done. We'll figure out what we got to do after the fact." <laughs> yeah. So apparently, he was. Being a problem. I mean, from what I understand, Bill Murray's always been a problem. Him and Chevy Chase have just like a long history of being a problem. Being a problem. More Chevy Chase than Bill Murray. Yeah, but I mean, like the only time I heard that was like Lucy Liu on Charlie's Angels. Of uh, because Bill Murray was Bosley. I mean, I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking about his ego, like. Oh, yeah, he's got this thing. Like, he thinks he's untouchable. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't even have to be, like, some weird... Like, just I'm just Bill Murray being... 
fucking prima donna fucking because it might not be like some harass like some something like horrible like people are thinking it could just be like him being a dick around set yeah you know and again now you like you literally you can't be a dick on set either because then they're gonna call you out for whatever oh and one other news um Netflix has bought the rights to Jackass 4.5 because every Jackass movie had a will get an extended, extended cut. cut. So Netflix is going to get it. I think it starts in May. Mm. So I'm just going to wait until that comes they, out. Uh, I know I they paid it. off Bam. Yeah, I seen that. So Johnny Knoxville had a great WrestleMania. Yep. If there's one thing that came out of it. Yeah, and I heard WrestleMania. And I heard the movie's very good. Like that it's a jackass movie. It's, a, it's jackass. I don't know how how you can be Dude, they're fucking hilarious. I love those movies were so good. Minus the like harassment um the undercover stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really watch that too much, but like them pulling pranks on each other and doing stupid shit. Kidnapping Brad Pitt in front of a group of fans. <laughs> fucking crazy shit alright so yeah that's it for this week Uh, so yeah uh, I am Wayne that was Paul and we'll see you later